Hey there! My name is Biz, and I'm the Game Master for Throwing Bones Podcast, part of Scald's Tale Network. Here at TB, we aim to produce a show that's diverse and inclusive. We dive deep into the characters, and sometimes things get a little dark, but don't worry. We're also a bunch of goofballs. Get ready for mystery, love, conflict, and something truly human. Listen to episodes of Throwing Bones Podcast at throwingbonespodcast.buzzsprout.com or on podcasting platforms. Let's throw some bones and decide some fates. Mortal danger is so unfamiliar to us. And when we get into those situations, we have to make the choice to fight or to flee. But before that happens, our body goes into shock. Unable to react, we begin to shake. And this is the situation our party is in. Rythan is stuck in the back of a car, trying to get out of this vehicle, but is very, very, very injured. Bavette is walking up, currently hidden as one of these people from this motorcycle gang. And Casey and Arnar in this car with this tank of this gas that they aren't sure exactly what it does. And as the engine revs up to engage in this foe and potentially to save Rythan, what could happen? What is going to happen to our heroes? Is this the sign of the end of our party before it even could truly form? My name is Christopher Rondo, and welcome to Scald's Tale, Wyvern's Aria. My name is Alex Bissonette, and I'm playing the proud Dragonborn Sailor, Arnar Jerinamanis. He is a level 3 fighter using the Samurai subclass. My name is Sean, and I play Rythan Dusk. He is a level 1 warlock and a level 2 conjuration wizard. My name is Tyler, and I play Casey Stone, the level 3 Arcane Archer Fighter. Hello, my name is Kidra from Texas, and I play Vivette Moors, the level 3 Celestial Warlock. Alright, last session. You guys were trying to make your getaway as these pursuers came towards you on motorcycles and this sports car. Unfortunately, during this encounter, we lost Rythan, who fell out of the back of the van and was ultimately subdued and put into the back of the sports car. As you guys tried to decide what to do, Vivette Morris decided to go back for Rythan. 
sneaking up onto this alleyway to sort of see what is going on while also changing her appearance to one of the people on the motorcycles. Casey and Arnar tried to decide what to do and Arnar took in this deep breath full of this gas and the gas began to overcome his body as he began to see different colors in the world and seemed to be a little more resilient, faster, stronger. But everything was just a little weird and Casey decided to take the van hit the gas and begin to drive down this alleyway uh, about to impact one of the motorcycles. And that is where we're going to pick up with this scene of Arnar on drugs. Bivette Moore's, uh, <laughs> Bivette Moore sneaking up in a different persona. Casey hitting the gas on this van and Rythan stuck in a trunk. But uh, we're going to pick up with Rythan real quick just to see where his headspace is. He was knocked out briefly just for a brief moment of unconsciousness, but is going to come to this moment, finding himself inside this trunk of this car tied up at the uh, at the wrist and at the legs. However, I will give you the option to do something if you have anything available to you. Nope, I'm good. All right, the car isn't moving yet, so you don't feel any sort of, like the engine is on, you can feel the car vibrating, but you can tell you're not feeling any bumps or anything like that. However, you are fairly cramped, especially when it comes to your wings. All right, and Casey, still committed to uh, driving forward into his motorcycle? Yeah, full, full send it, I'm ready. All righty. Bavette, as you begin to head forward, trying to figure out how you're going to approach the situation. You can hear the roar of an engine coming behind you as you see this van that with Casey at the wheel beginning to rush forward, hitting this motorcycle pretty close to you, maybe about 20 feet or so. It uh, rams into the motorcycle and the motorcycle uh, is impacted and the motorcycle begins to skid across the ground, knocking out one of the motorcycle drivers and alerting people to both your presence and the well we'll say they haven't been alerted to your presence yet but they are well aware of this van as they begin to to pull out weapons and vivette would you like to do anything yet or would you like to observe um no i'm going to run to the guy i guess straight in front of me on the motorcycle i'm assuming the one across from him got hit uh, correct. So we'll say that there's two motorcycles in front of you. One of them has been hit. The other one was able to kind of maneuver out of the way. So you can go talk to the one that was able to maneuver out of the way if you would like. I'm just going to run over and be like, go over there and help him. What are you waiting for? And then when he turns his back, I'm going to try and stab him with my uh, pike. Sure. And you look like a somebody in their attire with the leather jackets, the motorcycle helmet, that sort of thing. Yes. All right. Yeah, I'll, I will take a, a attack roll. Go ahead and take advantage as well. That is a 20. Nice. Roll damage for me. Just six points of piercing damage. All right. That is enough to cause him to stumble forward. His face is going to go into the, into the ground and he is just sort of briefly stunned. We'll, we'll use that word, briefly stunned. Um, as a bonus action, could I try, because I do have, well, 
I don't have proficiency in driving per se, but in computer use, is there a way that I could try and get on the motorcycle? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can you can get on the motorcycle. That that is fine. Okay, I will get on that one, and that's the end of my turn. I'm gonna try something <laughs> that's probably cool. going to get me killed. Where in the world did you get proficiency in computer use? There's a story. <laughs> it's called backstory. <laughs> I have one of those too. Arnar. Um, uh, so the van has already crashed into everyone, correct? It crashed into one of the motorcycles. If I remember, Casey, and you can correct me on this, the you weren't trying to run straight into the the sports car. Is that correct? Yeah, I was just trying to hit as many motorcycles as possible. Perfect. Yeah. Then yes, it's already impacted with the front motorcycle. So about where would I be then, in comparison to everything else? So if you are in the back of this van, you are about 30 feet or so from the main sports car. Uh, if you are leaving out of the back of this van, and you and therefore you are basically on top of one of the motorcycles, and the other motorcycle is within five to ten feet of the van. So all right. Yeah, so, yes, I'll just <laughs> leap out the back, and what do I see around me if I just, the second I leap out the back? Well, you see, what you will see primarily is this person in this leather jacket and this motorcycle helmet pull out a very fantasy-looking weapon, and as one person turns around, this person stabs this person in the back, and it falls forward, and you're getting this weird color sensation where as this person fall forwards it's almost like a synesthesia what is it called synesthesia synesthesia thank you where like when this person impacts on the ground you see this like waves of yellow coming out from underneath them looks like you landed in a puddle like the ground was a puddle underneath them when you landed from your from your messed up perspective, perspective yeah right. additionally you will see the sports car as well and it almost looks like your vision is clearer because while you couldn't really see through the the front window before and Vivette wouldn't be able to really interpret that, you can see two people in this car, in the driver's driver's seat and the passenger seat. Both of them female, and one of them you recognize as the corpse bride corpse bride thug that you let live previously. Oh time to correct our mistakes. Anyway, so in that case so if I hop out and I see a person right in front of me, and I see that, what would I do? Would I, would I straight for my goal, and straight for my goal, and just forget everyone around me? Or um, yeah, I think I would probably see her, recognize her, and uh, and probably laser focus on that. So I'm going to just ignore the just running over like the crashed motorcycles. Hop out the well, hop at the back of the van and just running, uh, ignoring the crashing motorcycles and run right up to the side of the car and just can reach it. Yeah, right, right, right side of the car and probably just uh, I say I would hack the tire. Just take your great great sword and slash the tire. Yeah. All right. I figured that out. Much they need those to go. I mean, wheels are not a specifically cyberpunk philosophy there, but uh, go ahead and give me an athletics check. You can take advantage. Oh boy. Thank God, because I got a one. And then a four. Okay, okay. Solid start, guys. Solid start. Uh, that would be a nine. 
yeah, that is enough to slash the tire. Unfortunately, though, you are able to cut through the rubber, but you're not really able to do much than that. So the car can still technically go as air leaves the tire, but you know, it won't completely prohibit the car from moving. All right. So that was an attack. Oh, man, I keep forgetting we're still in the same long day. I got pretty much nothing left to do it. <laughs> hmm. It's not great, I'll be honest. Yeah, so I'm just, I just slash at that and, uh, still got another, I guess I got some extra movement, and I'll just move as farther, I was, so I'll run by slashing it yeah. while moving so towards the trunk. We're, we're not, we're not strictly in combat, so as far as, like, I only have 30 feet of movement, don't worry too much about action economy, uh, basically when I feel like a scene ends, we, we will move on from it, but we're not specifically in, like, a, you know, like, I can't get here because I only have 30 feet of movement sort of, sort of deal. Oh, in that case, yeah. Slash tire and uh, punch the window. Yeah, I'll allow that. Um, when you give me another athletic strike. Come on, let's see if I can get over 10. Hey, that was a 15. And that was a 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All righty. I think that was my first one, guys. <laughs> wow. So, Casey, from your perspective, you see... Arnar jump out of the back of this van and he is moving at a at a speed that you've never seen a humanoid go. And as Arnar moves faster and faster, he jumps over this motorcycle, pulls out his greatsword in one quick swoop, goes underneath the tire as you can see bits and pieces of rubber go off into the air. Then as he does this, he's going to swing around still using the same momentum. He's going to elbow this back of this window as... The, the glass begins to break and the force of the glass breaking continues on for the entire car. You can see both of the, you, you can hear the two women gasp in surprise within this car. The vet Moors will see this as well. Casey, what would you like to do? Oh, geez. There's so many of them. I don't know what I would do or what Casey would do. But I think both of the two in front are on the ground, right? Yes, incapacitated or, or worse. Okay, so that's good. Uh, so he disabled to the, the car to a point, not completely. Correct. I mean, all Casey knows how to do is shoot things. It's not a bad skill in this situation. I know, but like you said, we weren't in combat, so I'm like, uh, I'm trying to think outside of combat, but that's all, that's what I do. I'm a, I'm a fighter, like. I believe you are so much more than your fighting prowess, Casey. Well, he's starting to doubt that lately. <laughs> Good, like. Yeah, it was pretty good. You can't charm women. Anyways. You're in a trunk. You're not here. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see the motorcycles on the other side of the car? Oh, absolutely. With my knowledge of motorcycles, because I own one. Can I try to shoot the gas tank on one of them? Absolutely. I'm going to do that. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's really good! 27! Hey. did you roll? A 19? <laughs> I rolled a 19! Do you want me to roll damage, or...? No. So yeah, tell me visually, um... Are you, like, are you planning to leave the car, or are you planning to shoot through the windshield, or...? I shake my head in the daze after crashing into those motorcycles, and I see the mass of them behind the car, and I'm like, this is what I do, and I just take real good aim and just fire a shot right in the middle motorcycle. I told you guys, this is all Casey can do is shoot things really well. So Casey tries to figure out what to do and in a moment of 
panicked inspiration, he takes his gun out, and takes a quick aim, and fires right in from the trunk of this car. You can hear the explosion and feel a little bit of the heat. Would you like to do anything now? Yes. Waking up from my stupor, realizing I'm bound, I'm going to keep my cool, because I've been in situations like this before. I'm going to see through the eyes of Trix and get my bearings. Okay. Trix is outside of the vehicle? Yeah. Perfect. Yes, so you can get an idea of what is going on. Rythan will be able to see the situation. Arnar next to the car. Uh, you'll be able to see Arnar next to the sports car. He has bloodshot eyes as he seems to elbow this this window in this car as the glass begins to break. Casey has his gun out. He's firing. You can see the the remnants of the explosion. No sign of a vet more from your perspective, but you do see this person on a motorcycle that has a fantasy-esque weapon out. However, you're also seeing the people who are who are currently, we'll say the word healthy, begin to mobilize as well. Many of them begins to reach for their pistols in their pockets as they try to determine who is the bigger threat here, the one with the gun or the one that can apparently elbow a window open. Scales the help. All right. So uh, I'll get all that. I'll disconnect from tricks, and I will cast Mage Hand in the trunk of the car and attempt to untie my bounce. Why don't you give me an Arcana check using your Dexterity modifier instead of your Intelligence? Oh, evil man. <laughs> That's that, right. that makes sense. Twelve total. That is enough to get free. At this point, we have the two people in the car standing. The people on the back line of motorcycles are currently distracted thanks to the explosion. And we have two more people in front of the sports car, which Arnar ran past. At this point, um, I'll let you guys do some... Kidra, how, how cool was your idea? <laughs> well, I was going to try and see real quick if I understood how to drive this thing. If I did, I was going to try and kind of do a U-turn, head to the back of the car, and then when I got there, fire off uh, Eldritch Blast at one of the guys back there, trying to blow them off the motorcycles. That That's pretty cool, but I think that would, this, that would qualify for something you can do in initiative. Okay. Have you ever ridden a motorcycle before? Not really. Well, that's not good. It's like a bike, right? I was really hoping the explosion would do a lot more than distract them. <laughs> or if that would be initiative-wise, then I could just Eldritch Blast them from here, try and take out the guys in the back. I was hoping to kill at least, or not even kill, like, hurt the four in the back. If I still had spells, I could do that. Roll for initiative. So, were the guys in the back not on the motorcycles? Well, we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Night. Uh, oh. Casey, did you roll? Yeah, I got 14. 21! 21 initiative, locked in a trunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, here is the situation. Effectively, anything behind the sports car uh, is going to be on fire. So... 
anyone who is dealing with the motorcycles in that area have both taken some sort of bludgeoning damage from the force of the motorcycle exploding and then as they are pushed backwards and if they choose to enter combat they basically have to go through this uh, this motorcycle that is still on fire and there's also a risk of other motorcycles catching on fire as well you do have two people in front of the car and that are currently have their guns pointed particularly towards the van and then you have the two people um, in the sports car itself. Now your objective is not necessarily to fight everyone. Your objective could be as simple as, you know, rescuing right then. The van is still, still runs, so keep that in mind as well. Any questions? Is the fire enough to like obscure vision? It would be enough to provide half cover. Okay. Both ways. Alright, Rice, in your first act. I would like to take a look around the trunk and see what else is in there with me. A lot of it seems to be like some sort of clothes. There seems to be black shirts and black trousers as well as some basic what you would probably recognize at this point being here for a week to be like a bulletproof vest, those sort of things. There is a latch that seems to be in the back. You also can you can feel something underneath the, the trunk as well. I'm curious about what I feel under the trunk. Uh, it seems circular. Okay. And you said there was a latch? Yep. I pull the latch. Okay, the trunk opens. I'm gonna pop out. About, like, like, sit up. Look around. See a lot of fire. Be like, ah, home. <laughs> 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 and then, uh... If I lean out a little bit, can I see the driver from my perspective? If I lean over the car a little bit from the truck? So, if you look towards the... No, you wouldn't be able to. Uh, These windows are tinted. Okay. So, if you looked on the side that Arnold broke the window to, you'd be seeing, you'll see the passenger, but not the driver. Alright. So, I'll shimmy around to the other side. Look at the passenger and cast a light on them to try to blind them. Okay. Cool, cool. What, what, why did you roll? I don't know. Felt like it. <laughs> I was like, it's a light and attack spell? I've well, never heard of it. <laughs> you have to do it. It's a, against their deck save if it's against an enemy. Is it? Yeah. Isn't light a touch spell? But I can cast it on the car and it's really bright. <laughs> you can touch one object that is no longer than 10 feet in any dimension. So it's no longer than 10 feet. That sounds I'll... like a car. <laughs> uh, it's a smaller car. I will grab something from the trunk, cast light on it, and t- try to toss it into the car. But the car, right, go ahead and get... the car is big enough. They're small <laughs> enough, though. You can cast it on the uh, the clothes in the trunk and throw the clothes at them. No, you can you can cast it on, on the car. I'll all that. Um, if you wanted to. No, I want to do the other way. I'm going to cast it on an item and throw it into the car. Go ahead and give me a sleight of hand check. Five. You hit Arnar. (laughs) 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 Sorry, lizard, sorry. You're on drugs, so it's extra bright. (laughs) You roll (laughs) it. 
I imagine since you are hallucinating that you see this shoe come towards you and from your perspective it looks very very small and then it slowly starts to uh, increase in size up until it almost looks like the size of your person and it's shining this bright white light and when it impacts against we'll say your chest or something like that uh, you just get this wave of this gross dark brownish color just emanating through the air as i said you bonk me in the head and i turn looking you go <laughs> i'll kill you shoe <laughs> <laughs> that's my turn Vet, you are up. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought he was gonna say it was a one, and he like turns around and tosses it into the fire. Um. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I'm going to try and rev the engine of the motorcycle, not knowing how it works. It probably comes out from underneath me. I just let it go. I turn around and just cast Eldritch Bolt or Eldritch Blast at the guy behind me. Perfect. Roll it. 23. That will hit. Ooh, 9. Uh, 12 points of damage. Describe the kill. <laughs> well, I try and rev the bike. It gets very wiggly in the front. I don't know how this works. Let it go. Uh, it kind of drives off and then crashes. I turn around and just hold my hand out and blast the guy with Eldritch Blast. And it's going to go towards him, spiral around him, and just blow through him and... It goes straight off the back of the motorcycle, probably landing next to the car. All right. Casey can see this person in full motorcycle gear, completely uh, lose control of the motorcycle, clearly not even realizing how to drive it. So uh, there's that uh, mental image as well. Anything else? Would you like to move? Yes. Let's see. So I was technically on the motorcycle, so I'd be here. So I think I'm going to try and get up Alright, so I'm going to run up to the other window, cross, and I am going to stay there and ready a spell or weapon or whatever I think I can get through the window with next turn. Sounds good. This person on the other motorcycle sees you summon this spell of, of energy, and this other one goes down. This one is going to look towards Arnar, who has his bloodshot eyes and is cursing at his shoe. Just going to try to pick its targets, and instead is going to be like, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cops, cheese it. And he hears the cops, and he's like, scatter! Look at Casey's, I can take that one, is going to try to fire his pistol towards Casey. I'm sitting in a van, do I have any cover? Probably, we'll give you a half cover as well. Cool. A 15 to hit. Miss! Alrighty, but it you do see that a bullet goes into the engine in the front. Oh, is the car still running? Car is still running so far. Cool. Casey, your turn. Uh, so which guy shot me? The guy in the car or the guy in front of me on the motorcycle? The one on the motorcycle. Okay. Left headlights flashing. I'm gonna return fire. Okay. I'm gonna shoot him off his motorcycle. Ooh. Uh, math. Uh, 13? 13 will hit. Yeah. Oh! Uh, 14. Nice. Want to describe that kill? I see him shoot the car as he's shooting at me, and I just look him dead in the eye, and I just want to shoot him straight in the chest to just knock him off the motorcycle. 
And in turn, also kill him. <laughs> yeah, also. I mean, if it kills him. <laughs> yes, that will kill him. Cool. It's one of those Tarantino-esque, big ass shot and just like fly backwards. Like, yeah. Feet. Yeah, it's a very action movie. And then I... Into, into R&R again. I'll kill you, dead body. <laughs> <laughs> I scream, get in the van! And I'd like duck as much as I can onto the floor of the of the van. Yeah, okay. As much as you can. As much as I can fit. Sounds good. This person right next to Arnar on the passenger side is going to try to figure out what's going on. Uh, is just going to pull out a pistol and try to shoot Arnar point blank. Disadvantage because I'm too close? Yes. Oh. Sure, disadvantage. But to 24 to hit. Yeah, you know, oh. at my hit. <laughs> Uh, this will be six piercing damage. So three. Correct. So this person takes this, takes her weapon out, points this pistol right towards you. Is going to aim for your for your chest, right where your heart is, and it's. You can hear the gun go off. Casey, for a brief moment, can see this bullet pierces Arnar's chest for this killing shot, and Arnar is just going to brush this off. The one next to Arnar is going to try to push on the brake, or is going to push on the gas, and the uh, vehicle is going to move about 15 feet up at this point uh, on an impact collision with the van. Rythan, why don't you give me a dexterity saving throw? All right. 16. So I had my arm, like, in the window. Any chance I could hang on? <laughs> Do you want to? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and give me a... Athletic check. Ooh, it's 19. I get better. Um, two 19s. Uh, I believe that's plus five, so 24. Nice. Yes, you can hold on. Rythan, as the car jokes forward, you can. You are rolled out of the trunk, but you're able to roll in a way where you won't take any damage from that. And you're able to avoid the fire behind you as well. So, uh, do I take any damage from, uh, like, Probably bumping into like motorcycles and stuff. And not while on drugs. Okay. <laughs> RNR is just like full on Terminator mode right now. That's all I can think of. Well, uh, when they uh, peel off at my hand, like my arm in the window, like so I'm wrapped in, so like I'm grabbing the where the doors connect. Mm -hmm. So I'm just looking at the person just going. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just staring them in the eyes while they drive. Uh, not breaking eye contact, even though we start peeling off. Terrifying. The people in the back line uh, stand up as they sort of look around at the situation, realizing that there is this, you know, multitude of things going on. Two of them are going to back away, and two of them are going to remain and try to shoot. Uh, one will shoot at Vet, and one will shoot at Rythan, who is prone on the floor. Rythan, you have plus two to your AC, uh, and they have disadvantage on the attack, so we'll t try to take care of that roll first. It really doesn't matter. A, a wind blowing can hit me. Well, I rolled a seven. Oh, well, then I'm good. <laughs> okay. And uh, regular attack against Vivette, you do have half cover, so take plus two to your AC. And that will be a 12. Does not hit. Uh, I think at this point they are also going to take off running, realizing that... Um, they can't even seem to hit you guys, and they look fairly injured. Some of them have some minor burns that they had to pat out, and they so they will back up. Takes us to Arnar, the scary Arnar. I think we're gonna make this, boys. 
So yeah, uh, I just look at the person and uh, a normal person would open the door to try to get to them. But I think in this situation, I'm trying to try to pull them out the window. Okay, we'll, we'll call this a grapple check. Grapple. So. So go ahead and roll athletics. Athletics again. Oh man, just athletics everything. Two. So the fifteen plus five is twenty. All right, I rolled a five. Oh boy. So you can throw this person out the window if you want. He is the Terminator. <laughs> Get out. I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna toss her like onto the ground, and uh, I'm assuming that was my action. Yes. All right. Um, I'm gonna just in a second of clarity, just look at the other two and yell, just Vern, and then I'm just gonna just yeah, uh, be I guess I don't have a useful bonus, and uh, I have some unfinished business, so I'm going to be just I guess cinematically just trying to pull my sword back out of the tire, and then just about to do the swing. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Do the swing? What? About to do the swing, yes? <laughs> the swing is an it's American awesome. dance. It's <laughs> a, don't, I don't know why you went to a Russian but... <laughs> It's what happens when you snuff those drugs, man. It just... It's turning into a crime lord. You've changed, R&R. Yeah, and I, I imagine that as you pull this person through the broken window at... Shards of glass are going to begin to impale her, what's left of the window. So I'll have her take some damage there. And then when she lands on the ground outside, you again just see this radiant colors of these bright oranges that seem to get brighter as as time passes over the next couple of seconds. She'll go ahead and take six damage. And she has a look of fear on her face. <sighs> all she sees in front of her. Just dragon all she, all, all she sees is breathing. <laughs> Rison, you are up. You are prone currently. I'm going to stand up. Wonder why they're shooting at their own person. I'm, I guess V is still uh, disguised as the biker person. I am? Yes. Holding her weapon, though, so it's going to look. <gasps> that person killed her! Uh, I'm going to be wondering why they're shooting at their own people, but whatever. I'm going to take a little walk towards the back of the car. Uh-oh. By a walk, do you mean dash? No, just walk. Okay. <laughs> Straighten my jacket, you know, dust the dust off and just walk in the back of the car. Okay, you have an action. You're also staying next to your glowing shoe. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for me, actually. Okay. Would you like to take the dodge action? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume a defensive posture. Okay. What does Grife in defensive posture look like? Yeah. I picture him like raising his wings up and hiding behind. Nothing. He's just standing there. Don't hit me. It just sounds cool. <laughs> okay. Bavette, you're up. I'm just gonna say, right then. Get out of the way! What are you... And then send a firebolt straight at the back of the car. Off to the side, so hopefully I'm not going to have a chance of hitting him. Okay, but specifically hitting the car. Specifically hitting the car. Perfect. Uh, That hits. I'm not going to have you roll for that. Uh, But go ahead and roll me a flat D20. That is a natural 20. (laughs) So, do you want to hit the gas tank? Or would you like to just hit the back window and break it? 
I was trying to actually hit the gas tank, but I don't know what that means. Oh my god. The the, the D twenty was to was a luck roll, so I'm giving you the option to uh, control the fate. I mean, Eldritch Blast isn't like heat though; it's like force. So I mean, like. Oh no! This is a fire bolt. Oh oh! I just assumed. Yeah, fire would do it. Well, in in my person mind. My player mind, I was trying to hit the gas tank, which is why I didn't want Rythen running up there. I'm but... Here. I'm here too. Yeah. <laughs> in my player mind, probably not a good idea since it's right up against the truck. I'm just trying, because there's still a woman in the front. Another woman in the front. Correct. So I'm trying to hit the side of the car to hopefully blast some fire to stop her from being able to drive. My character wouldn't have any idea with what a gas tank was. Melt the tire? Light, right. light the interior right. on fire? I think you'll tell a better story if we hit the gas tank. So... It doesn't have to blow up now, but it's a ticking time bomb. And Rythen is in some sort of, you know, defensive stance. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that nuke went off, but I was in a defensive stance, so I'm good. <laughs> okay. So you create this this fire source into your hand. You begin to toss it towards the car. And as you do this here, you're trying to get a line of sight on the driver. But through the tinted windows, it's kind of hard to see. And you're not really terribly sure what these metal doors are made out of. So you attempt to try to do some damage to the exterior of the car. Maybe to stop it from running. And as you do this, you attack the back of the car as the, the gas tank wouldn't catch on fire. And you know what? We'll do it. <laughs> oh, as boy. you shoot this firebolt, uh, you hit the side of the car as for a brief moment you can see the fire and kind of the slow-mo vision in your perspective just begin to expand. All right. Uh, that was... Yeah, so Rythen, uh, Arnar, why don't you give me a deck save? Rythen has advantage because he's... Standing there defensively. Yes. <laughs> oh no. Eighteen. Ooh, with an six plus a two. That's an eight. Doesn't have. Doesn't Arnar have um, inspiration from last game? Do I? Do you have any inspiration points? Uh, Arnar and I both got inspiration for taking the um, the the metal canisters out. I thought. If you want to use inspiration to re-roll, you can. Hmm, my car's about to blow up, and I only rolled an eight. Maybe I will. Oh, no. Okay. Seems like, a, seems like a time. We'll see. Now, that was a 17 plus two, which is a 19. I think I'll stick with that second one. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Final answer. Locked in. I thought you had a D4 on inspiration. No, it's a re-roll. That's bard. A bardic inspiration. You know how many times in my other games I've gotten inspiration, I've never used it, because I'm doing the video game logic of, well, if I use it now, I'm not going to have it when I need it. Yep. <laughs> like, boss fight, boss fight. Oh, boy. Arnar, you are pushed back against the Ugh. side of of this building. As this car in front of you explodes, the driver incinerated in in the blast of fire. Right, then you're also pushed back 10 feet. So both of you will take cut in half, you will take five bludgeoning damage, which unfortunately will knock Rythen out. Arnar, are you still up? Yeah. I got that. Got it. Uh, is, uh, is that three? Is having five three? Having five will be two. Two? You always round it. Okay. 
rather get hurt less and then do less damage. The person that you were you were standing over uh, is still there. Uh, she hit the side of the wall as well, um, and you can see that her shoulder is dislocated. Good. Makes my job easier. What the hell was his voice? Uh, <laughs> now you're Batman. Batman. <laughs> I think at this point we will go outside of initiative. Uh, and give Casey and Arnar sort of the time to act in, in tandem. Uh, I don't think this person's going to put up any more of a fight. So Casey, would you like to do anything? Well, I was ducked, like, on my seat in the van as a fiery explosion just, like, went over the window of the van. So mm-hmm. I'm really scared. And, everyone's dead. And I, everyone's dead. Yeah, I slowly <laughs> just sort of peek over the dashboard to, like, see if we're alive and everything's okay. Uh... I don't see any threats, do I? Like, the people are gone or dead. Ar- Arnar's clothes, parts of his clothes are on fire. He doesn't seem to care. All right, that's fine. He's he's fine. I'm just going to say, get Rythen up. Get in the van. We got to leave right now. Arnar, from your perspective, I imagine that everything that has happened is just this concophony of exaggerated explosion, exaggerated colors coming out of this explosion, and then this person in front of you who is trying desperately to get to her feet and, and find her gun. What would you like to do? So first of all, that explosion must have looked sick. Like, I probably saw each individual shockwave, all different colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, it probably tasted, too. It probably, the explosion probably tasted like... Hmm, probably like citrusy, because it's <laughs> orange. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, I just uh, see this person, and uh, normally, that is a prisoner time and asking questions but that's not normal so uh i'm taking a swing on a prone person right yep cool, cool, cool. no need to roll no need to roll oh but i got 19 <laughs> well this now is, you uh, definitely don't need to roll well this is a uh, a coup de gras if you want to kill her oh yeah it's uh it's uh it's not pretty it is uh just the uh, i take the uh i was an axe i don't have an axe Finally, get my. You you think you do though, right now? <laughs> yeah, I take my my sword, raise it above my head. It's an axe all of a sudden. <laughs> to you and you only, yeah. And it's probably just it's a what's a good it's a good reference. It's uh, the Patriot when they ambush that uh, convoy in the woods near the beginning. <laughs> it's the end of that scene. It's just the sword just over up and down, up and down, just. <laughs> Just for like a solid, like just for as pretty much as long as it takes everyone else to do all their stuff, until okay. finally he dude, he's doing this right in front of me, isn't he? Like right in front of the car. <laughs> Correct. I think Vivette and and Casey will be able to see this. How long is this greatsword? What is the length of it? And what's the length of you? Uh, great. I mean, a, a greatsword's like I would say probably like a six foot blade. Yeah, like five to six foot somewhere. Because like Arnar's Arnar is real tall and like i guess it would be probably you know bigger because he's bigger okay so it's a good six six and a half of blood yeah well i guess in total not just the blade i mean like and hand yeah right 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 with with hilt included that would be like eight feet long (laughs) that would be a bit ridiculous And, and and you're carrying it as if it was like this small hatchet at this moment, yes, I'm like, swinging one in, in, in ease. And it's okay. going to be horrible for uh, my shoulder tomorrow morning. But all right. At this point, I think we will say the the adrenaline dies down as Vivette and Casey can do something. 
I am going to run over to Rythen and I'm going to spare the dying. Good plan. And I'm going to say, um, uh, can anyone help me? I cannot lift him by myself. We free to just do stuff now? Yes. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll sheathe my sword and just, like, be dragging the, dragging it while sheathed. Walk over to him and just, <sighs> like, lift him up and put him on a shoulder and then just go back to the van. He starts deadlifting right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get ripped! I would have just, like, put the car in reverse and slowly backed away from the burning car and the horrible slaughter that I saw happen in front of me. Okay. Just eyes and, wide open. Just in shock. And at this point, you'll probably uh, begin to hear sirens in the distance. Are you going to make your getaway? Yes. I very unceremoniously toss right into the back. Ow. And Casey drives away, and... We will fade to black here. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Scald's Tale Entertainment. LLC.